You are listening to the Estheticians Earning More podcast with Brittany Hageman, episode number 116. Welcome to the Estheticians Earning More podcast. On this podcast, we talk about how to love your esthetician business without the hustle, exhaustion, or overwhelm as it booms into a successful business. I teach simple ways how to approach your business that gives you your life back while still growing a profitable business. I grew BLH Beauty in San Diego to a six-figure business, and I learned a lot along the way, which I'm excited to share with you here. So let's get started. Do you want to make $100,000 revenue in your esthetician business? If so, I would love to show you how. I want to invite you to coach with me in my one-to-one coaching program. It's completely customizable. The way that it works is we sit down and figure out what you've been doing in your business that hasn't been working and then make a very specific plan that I help you follow over the course of six months to get it done. We meet weekly for 30 minutes and discuss exactly what went well that week and what's going to to do next week, whether it's your pricing needs to be raised or you have boundaries with your clients or if you need to learn how to sell skincare, or you need to niche down and you're doing way too many services and not making money, or all of the above, whatever the issue is, whatever the reason is you're not making money, we'll figure it out together and we will grow your business into a really profitable business that's sustainable, that you love, and that really helps people. I cannot wait to be your coach and to work with you. To learn more, go to the link in the show notes. And with that, on with today's episode. Hi, welcome back. I'm going to say happy Monday. I hope this goes live on Monday. I may be starting to post actually Mondays moving forward just with um, my schedule. It feels a little bit easier for me to get a pod out on a Monday. So we're going to try it out and see how it works on my schedule. Hopefully it works okay for you as well. Um, I'm so happy to be back today. I wanted to talk about something that kind of I sparked my idea when I was having a DM with someone um, and we were talking about, they, they used the word about having sympathy in response to one of my reels and having sympathy for a client. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a period of time or if you've worked with me, you may know that I really talk about empathy, how empathy and clarity and consistency can really help your you hold boundaries in your business and for you you to feel good about it or feel okay about it or feel better about it maybe than you have in the past. And this especially obviously goes to the people pleasers of you, right? The people that have a really hard time saying no to people and the people who really, you know, you care about your clients deeply, but you also really need to start telling them no, or you want to change something in your business and you don't want to be, you know, rude about it. And so it made me think about the difference between sympathy and empathy. And I'm not saying sympathy is bad. It may sound like I'm saying sympathy is bad after today's episode. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's not usually effective at conveying what you really feel about that client to them. 
if that makes sense. So let me give you some examples of sympathy and some examples of empathy. And I'm going to use, try to use other examples than, than our industry just to help you understand it. Okay, going back to Taylor, Taylor Swift. I, um, I had, I reserved a hotel way, even before that tour, like I reserved a hotel way in advance for the, for the, my concert. And I also reserved early check-in and then I checked in early online and I got to the hotel at like, I want to say two thirty, and they were like, oh yeah, no, that doesn't mean anything. Whatever you did before, you're going to have regular check-in at four o'clock. And I was like, I don't understand like that. Like, you know, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. I, I was frustrated, right? I wanted to get ready. I wanted to go to the concert. And they just kept repeating the same thing over and over again and saying they were sorry. And that's fine, right? Like, that's how they... There was hundreds of people there all trying to check in early. I understand from a business perspective. I, I flash back to my time at Target and having to do those same things, just saying the same thing to client, to customers until they understood that this is nothing was going to change. But that interaction, that's sympathy. That is just putting on a good customer service face for that interaction and being like, I'm sorry, we can't return this toaster from seven years ago, which is something that happened to me. Someone tried to return a toaster. They they bought a new toaster. People were crazy. And then they put their old toaster in it and taped it back up. And brought it in and said it didn't work. And we always would we always would open electronics. I'm sure they still do that today. And it was like this disgusting toaster. And I was like, we can't take this. He's like, that's so weird. It came this way. I don't I don't know what happened. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. We're not taking that. That was sympathy, right? That was me being like, sorry if you're disappointed. But no, like I get that this is not what you wanted. I could care less, right? That this person was mad, right? Like that's sympathy. Not to say that you can you can have sympathy for someone and not care, but you can also care about them. But it was really like just saying no and saying sorry, but really nothing beyond that, right? And that's totally acceptable too. If you need to do that in your business, you want to do that in your business. I'm not telling you not to do that because it's totally fine. It's totally fine. However, if you are like me, like people pleaser, and your business is based on the relationships that you have with your clients, it's relationship-based business, which is really how I grew my business. I built relationships with people. I still have relationships with those people today, people who I haven't seen in person or touched their face in years now, a relationship-based business. So that kind of response that I learned managing Target stores doesn't didn't really translate to the treatment room. Right now we're in the situation where I'm you're not just a random person who I'm probably never going to see again. Who I you know you're one of hundreds of thousands of customers. You know what I mean? Where it's just a different relationship versus like you're one of 30 <laughs> custom clients of mine or whatever, right? So you're very special to me. I don't want to upset you. I don't want you to go and write bad reviews and tell all of your friends and I want you to like coming here, and I also want you to come during your appointment time. I want you to book during my business hours or whatever boundary it is that you're having a hard time. So if that's the case for you. The way that I like to, to really approach this is with empathy, and empathy is an act. There's action behind it more than sympathy. 
So if you Google the difference between the two, they like to say that sympathy is more pity. And I think that 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 kind of tracks, right? It's like if someone's someone's loved one die, you say with sympathy, like you've you've pity, you you have sadness for them, like you're you, like you you wish that didn't happen to them kind of. Versus empathy is this is un, like if someone died, I know this is like kind of a tangent, but if someone died, it's like, this is an unimaginable pain. I'm so sorry you're experiencing that. So you're identifying the pain they're feeling. You're not just saying, I'm so sorry someone died and you're in pain. That's sympathy. Empathy is identifying what it is that person is feeling. Hopefully the way that empathy can work really well is if you have felt that feeling too, so you can articulate that feeling to them very quickly I'm sure you've been frustrated in customer service experiences. And so you can, you can understand and articulate what people are feeling. Like my frustration for not getting into my hotel room early, that's a frustration customers have, right? Customers experience those kind of frustrations to me in the past, clients, whatever. And so I can empathize with that frustration, right? So like if, if one of you wanted to come work with me when I open my books and you're like, I really want to work this time and I'm not available that time, I have empathy, because I have been there as the customer. I really want this to be this. And it's not. And that's really frustrating. And that's really hard. And it sucks. And I know what that feels like. And I can articulate that back to you and still tell you no. Like the manager, because I ended up talking to the manager. Because I was like, this is like, I literally checked in online like three different ways. Like I call like all the things and you're telling me no, whatever. I'm like what is, what's happening? This is, doesn't make any sense, right? And the manager just kept like saying, like, I'm just sorry, this is just what it is. Like there are a lot of people checking in. The manager did not say, like, I can't I can only imagine how frustrating this is for you. You thought you checked in and now we're telling you you didn't. That sucks. I really wish I could tell you something different, right? Totally different than being like, I'm sorry, we can't take you in. <laughs> right? So the empathy is identifying the action of de- identifying the feeling the person is feeling. So the client who wants to schedule outside of your business hours. It's like, I'm really sorry. That is so frustrating if your schedule is so tight and you have such little time to get things done and then I can't accommodate you. That must be really, really hard for you. That sucks. That's really hard. I know people don't like the word sucks, but I use that word a lot. But you know what I mean? Like seeing what that feels like for that person because you can... We have this belief that if you say something like that, then that means a person's going to be like, right, so then like, let me in, like, let me do it. No, no, no. You can say that and still say no. Like, it really, it really sucks. We don't have any rooms open for you. Like, they didn't have any rooms. They couldn't, like, it wasn't magic. They couldn't just magically have a room yet. Like, I know, it really sucks. I wish that wasn't a thing, you know, with the online app. It's totally unfair that you thought you had early check-in and you don't. And, you know, whatever, whatever. I'll get you on the list or whatever it is. Whatever whatever solution you come up with them for them. So let's talk about, again, something I've been doing a world of reels about. The person wants to get in and they can't get in. I know. I'm, I, I wish that I could be open whenever is available for everybody. Like that would make everyone's life so much easier. I know what it feels like. It's really hard when you don't have a lot of time to get the things you want to get done, like your facials and all these hair. And it's really hard when things aren't open. That sucks. I hate that. But again, 
for for myself, I've been really working on working within my business hours so I don't get burned out and resentful of my clients. And so I'm going to continue to do that. I'm really sorry it didn't work the way that you wanted that we both wanted it to work. Right? And you know, let's be honest, you can have all the empathy, sympathy, kindness, clarity in the world. Someone could still be really mad and, and leave and never come back. Totally happens. Happened to me. Probably will happen to you. It's just how people are. But at least after that interaction, I knew I was my best version of myself. I knew that I was kind and clear and had empathy for their situation, even if I, you know, in that, like, even if I, in that moment, felt a little frustrated that they were asking me to come in on a Saturday and work Saturdays or whatever, I can still get why that they would ask that. They, they're, just, they're just asking, and they're hoping that it would work for me too. And I can also be annoyed and have empathy for them at the same time. That's a little more advanced. But do you see the difference? Do you see how empathy can go so much further than just like, I'm sorry, we can't, we can't accommodate you? Here's what I know. I know that this stuff is really hard, right? And especially hard if you own your own business, which I'm assuming you do, because it directly affects your income, right? Like not squeezing in this client means you actually lost that money because they end up either not coming back or they don't come in for a month and now you've lost that money that you could have had this week or next week, which is totally different than me telling a client no or a customer no at Target. It doesn't, it didn't affect my salary. I still got paid. You know, the store may have lost money here or there, but it didn't matter, right? It didn't, it, the, the bottom line, the, the direct correlation to me telling that, that person no and me making money, there was, there was a very, it was not, there was no direction, <laughs> you know, right? Obviously, if, if like, thousands of customers are really upsetting, maybe that would eventually affect my employment at, at, at Target, but that, that was not the case, right? And I also at Target, I tried to always say yes to people. Like that was always my goal because people, I wanted them to be happy and could leave me alone. So I would, if I could do it for you, I would. We were always told, we were always told to do that as well. Like if you can do it, do it. But I, um, sometimes I had to say no and it didn't matter to me. I mean, maybe it was like a hard conversation that was really frustrating and really hard. Like, and I'd be really upset afterwards and they'd be really awful to me and I would like come home and be really upset. But I didn't lose money, <laughs> right? My like my my livelihood was not threatened, and I get that. Like sometimes when you set boundaries, it feels like your livelihood is going to be threatened, and maybe in some ways you will lose money here or there. But let me tell you this: I'm going to keep reminding you of this because if you're listening to this podcast, you probably need this reminder. You don't want to build a business on clients that you have to bend over backwards constantly to make them happy outside of your own business normal practices to the point that's making you really exhausted, unhappy, and frustrated all the time. You don't have to do it. You can find really awesome clients who are like, ah, oh. you know, when you open the openings this week, 
bummer. Okay, I'll try to get in next time. Yeah, that's the client you want. You don't want the client who like DMs you sad face, sad face, sad face, cry face, that they can't get in. And then just like lets it be. Like you deal with it. Like I don't want that client. I don't want to deal with that client. Okay, I don't have time for that client. I want the client that's like, oh man, okay, let's figure out another time. It's okay if they're frustrated. It's what they're allowed to be frustrated. And that client is a client who will refer their friends who are also really cool people. As opposed to the client who wants you to come in on Sundays and you don't work Sundays and throws a fit and then you do it and then they tell their friends to come in and they also want you to come in some crazy hours you don't work. And now you're like, I hate them all. (laughs) I hate them all. So... She can give you some some uh, pep talk. You can do it. Try it this week. Let's come back next week. We'll talk about this stuff more. Have a fantastic week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now. Hey, if you like this podcast, please rate and review on whatever podcast platform you're listening to. I cannot tell you how much that helps my podcast grow. So you can click five stars if you like it and you want to give me five stars and please leave a review about telling me why you like it so that I can help other estheticians grow their business. Thank you so much.